Hello and welcome to episode 108 of the True Achievements podcast. I am here today with uh, Jack. Hello. Hi, and Dave. How do? How do? Sorry, I've been away for a bit. Moved house, then got ill. Distressed moving house. But I'm back. For one night only, I'm back because I'm away <laughs> next week as well. <laughs> GTA is going down still, and we're still in it. Just surprising. It was it was a hairy time mm. on Wednesday, <laughs> uh, as I had scored zero points for the entire week, which was not good enough <laughs> to keep us in. So fortunately, we know thanks to our vast experience of playing ID games that there are some quick and easy gamer score to be had. So thankfully, I picked up Planet of the Eyes, which is a side-scrolling platformer. Yeah, it's not even. I was going to say puzzle platformer, but there's not really any puzzling. There's a kind of a couple of light puzzles, I'd say. It's more about light how you move around the environment, though, isn't it? And yeah, I completed it <laughs> uh, in around about ninety minutes on Wednesday in a panic before just before the cutoff, and then we had to quickly do some other bits and bobs to keep us in. So there was. A Flying Tigers one for watching credits, tra- uh, credits yeah. which is just trivial. And then, Jack, what, what did you get through? Uh, I've churned through quite a lot, actually. I played a little bit of Sniper Elite V2 over the weekend, and then I thought, why am I playing this? I could be playing version 4. <laughs> <laughs> Sniper Elite 4 and played that instead. <laughs> so why was the first one called V2, and then number 4 is just well, there's, called 4? Well, Sniper Elite, then there's Sniper Elite V2, which I'm... I don't know why it was called V2. It was the second one, but it's weird to put a V in front of it. Very um, weird. Mm. That was that was sort of the point I was yeah. making. <laughs> um, and there is a third one as well, but I decided to skip the third one. Go straight on to the fourth. Okay, yeah. So. Is that like W3 or just, just three? <laughs> I don't know. They probably put <laughs> they some probably missed it out. in front of it. Yeah, exactly. Next one's Z5. Um, yeah. And then you got sort of random achievements. So you got a completion too, and it's not an easy one. Yeah, I got the Click Heroes completion finally. Yay! Bravo. Uh, which is great news. So that's one we've been saving yeah. uh, <laughs> for the end of the competition. To be, to be honest, it was what I was hoping. I wasn't going to have to use this early, but I'd scored nothing either and I felt quite bad. So I uh, put that in and finally ticked over to zone 3600. And two, wow. a 200 gamer score achievement for 900 TA, which isn't bad. Done. That is exceptional, and that's completed now. Hooray. Yeah. Hopefully they'll bring some uh, some DLC out for it. Literally, you're the first person ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, second, second one should be out soon, so looking oh, yeah, forward to that. that one, yeah, fortunately. But Okay, anything else on your list? Some, just some other miscellaneous stuff. So a couple of achievements in Badland, Game of the Year edition, which is b- a bad game. Terrible. Okay. Yeah. Let's just leave out some of those letters. Uh, Human Fall Flat, and I also started Planet of the Eyes too. Okay, so you'll finish that off this week. Um, after the cutoff, I downloaded a 5.8 gig, I think, patch for Assassin's Creed Origins, which contains the new discovery mode. Uh, with that free patch comes three 10 gamer score achievements, uh, which you can rattle off in around about an hour. The new mode is like a historical sort of teaching thing you can go to the map there are probably a hundred different tours uh, each of which has a different topic and basically you, you can choose a character there's i think there's about 10 characters to choose from uh, including cleopatra and um bayek from the actual main game and a few other historical figures you wander up to the start point and then a like gold trail appears and you follow the gold trail along and at various points along the trail 
a new bit of audio will tell you some stuff. So if it's talking about, for example, um, how they built a pyramid, you'll be wandering through a pyramid and there, you'll see some little construction-y bits. But it's all based within the normal game itself. It sounds, uh, you can't um, attack, though. It sounds very similar to... They had a commentary mode on one of the Half-Life games before and it had kind of speech bubbles as you were playing the game. Yeah, this actually talks up. to you, so you don't have to read yeah. anything. Yeah, so uh, it, kind of, it was speech bubbles, but it, um, you activated the audio and it kind of read it out and it, it explained yeah. more of the development of the game, but this one's just tied to the history of the actual yeah, world. Yeah, Properly historical uh, information, which is good. It's a really cool idea. I think um, schools could use it. I skipped through it because I just wanted the achievements um, nice and quickly. I did it in under an hour. You don't have to do all the tours. You just have to do 20, which are the daily ones, I think. Um, but yeah, really, really trivial. And when I got them, they had huge ratios because it was pretty much the day of launch. I think my three 10 achievements got me over 500 TA, uh, but that has now plummeted down. I think they're worth less than 100 for the three of them now. Uh, so I've got some nice decay, but fortunately, uh, I booted up Microsoft Mahjong yesterday, uh, and I didn't realize, but I'd played it on my Windows 8 or on my Windows phone, one of those things, and I had a load of achievements already that just insta-popped. So I popped 20 straight off the bat, and then... Uh, I had a quick look at the rest of the list, and I thought there was quite a few I could quickly do. So while you guys were streaming yesterday, uh, I, I got another 10. <laughs> yeah, I was hard at work, uh, Mark Yonging. I uh, got another 10 for a total of, a, uh, well, I think it's just over 1,000 TA uh, for all of those achievements. So we are well set for this week's GTSC, even before the weekend, which is the first time I think that's happened. Uh, I've also started playing a game called Quantic Pinball which is, uh, I think, an ID title. It is weird. <laughs> so it's a sort of cross between Pinball and Space Invaders. Um, I think there's six tables. They're very, very basic-looking tables, but quite organic-looking. They don't look like Pinball tables in any way, apart from they've got flippers at the bottom and you hit a ball around. Um, but there's various achievements tied to completing the tables. There's also a high-score mode um, at the end where you have waves and waves of space invaders to destroy there's an achievement for getting to wave 30 there is a brilliant guide the achievement itself i think is worth 140 gamer score uh, it was worth around 500 ta uh, and there's a really good guide as to how to get it so if you do pick up that game it's weird like don't think it's a normal pinball game when you buy it because it's, it's nothing like that have a look at the videos slightly odd i think the completion is probably doable there's one achievement for completing all the tables in a row with one credit, which I think will be really tricky. But the rest of them look doable. Weird game, though, but I quite enjoyed it. I like pinball games. Uh, Dave, what have you been playing? I've had a pretty decent week. So started off, I had two achievements left in FIFA 18. One was a tricky one that had been evading me for... So that was the one with the... There was a weird animation for sliding yeah. in on the ground or something. Well, you got you got to do a fake shot so they keep it oh, that's it, yeah. And then take the ball around him and score... So I did the one that before that was just for scoring a free kick. There's like a, a bit of a cheat you can do with two controllers and you kind of move the wall out of the way and move the goalkeeper out of the way ah. and then do this little outside of the foot free kick that you need to do. So I managed that. And then I thought, right, I've only got one left, so I'll try it. And the first attempt, I managed to get it. So that's it. <laughs> so another completion. That is a hefty completion. That game for 1,000 Gs is worth 2,230 TA. So that is a good completion to have. Yeah, proud that of that outside one. of the free kick one has got a four and a half ratio as well. So that's oh, it's really really easy. Just watch the, okay. the video, watch that. He tells you exactly how to do it, and then 
took me two attempts. The first attempt, I was a bit too slow, and then if you wait around too much, like the player will automatically take the free kick. Uh, yes. So you, you got to do it quite quick, but once you got it down, it's easy enough. Uh, okay, worth mentioning, FIFA is on sale at the moment in the massive EA sale. It's sixty uh, percent off, which is a lot. Uh, if you've not played, if you don't have EA access, you've not played the trial, 24 quid's a bargain for a game of that scale, I would say. And even if you're not very good at FIFA, you probably get 600 gamer score relatively quickly, just like with little cheese methods, you can do some of them. <laughs> so anyone can. Um, finished up Minecraft Story Mode Season 2, Episode 4. I don't really remember much about it. It was just playing it for the sake of finishing it. And then I did that history tour that you were talking about that was all right I, th- I think it wasn't really like i i like egypt and stuff so I, I enjoyed it to a point but then it got a bit boring and i just wanted to yeah get it out of the way did but you actually I, stop and listen to all the stuff then uh yeah like well i started doing that and then after towards the end i got a bit bored but um <laughs> I, I, I it's only so much knowledge i can see it being really useful like you say for like like it is available as a standalone on steam so i can see um schools and that getting quite a bit of it because some of it was quite interesting and they had like little artifacts that you could kind of zoom in and look at like they'd be talking about something in the yes. show like a, a pot or something yeah. like that, that you could zoom in. So that, it Instant was all right. Pot. Um, I wonder, hopefully, because like you said, there's like 75 of them tours, and that, that was, there was an achievement for watching 20. So hopefully they'll yeah. kind of add some more stuff. And you can... No, don't listen to that. <laughs> hopefully don't do that. <laughs> Round it up to 50 for watching them all or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last one I played was a game I started at, Bean Dive. Wow. And just left because... It's um, not particularly great. It's an Artifacts Monday game, Nightmares from the Deep 2. The same usual point-and-click adventure. The only bad thing about this one is you've got to play through the game twice, so I've got up to the point where I've finished the game, done all that, but now I've got three achievements left for playing through, and it's probably about three hours or something like that to play through it again. So the completion's tempting me, but just the fact of point-and-clicking through that again isn't... You just want to hear the uh, recorded cheer... Yeah, <laughs> so hopefully we'll get that next week for your completion. Cool. Okay, so we played quite a lot. Um, Stream-wise, Jack, you better take the lead here. Yeah. So um, as usual, we did uh, two games on Tuesday, two games on Thursday, and we also did a bonus stream on the Wednesday. Which oh I yeah, mentioned. we did. Yeah. Mm. So kick off Tuesday, we played Dandara, which is it's kind of a Metroidvania platformer in a way, but your character doesn't move. Um, there are white sections of walls that you can aim at with the left stick and then push A to jump to. And all of your movement is just jumping around the map and you can only jump to the white areas on the walls. Sometimes if you jump to a section on a wall, the screen that you're currently on will rotate. So it's kind of, it's a little bit of a, just a weird concept. <laughs> um, but the uh, the premise of it is that um, you're in a world called Salt and it's on the brink of collapse with um, citizens being oppressed and isolated and you're there to save them um, it's got loads of different enemies to kill and stuff and you do have a gun um, well, I say gun but you shoot arrows uh, the controls seem pretty good though um, lots of exploration so kept finding that we were hitting dead ends and then we'd have to progress backwards, either complete a 
quest for somebody or like an objective to unlock an ability that would then allow us to progress through. Um, it was it was all right though. Um, played it for an hour and we managed one achievement for 20 games in that. So it seemed like there's quite a lot to this and it was also very difficult. So you had very limited health. It was three hearts per life and if you lost all of those you'd go back to the last camp that you'd um, camped at. Okay. So it's quite uh, unforgiving and there's quite a lot of finesse to it. God, not for me, we, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> and then we followed up with Die, um, that's D-Y-E. And this is very similar to Super Meat Boy. A um, little bit more you can do, though. So you play a tiny little character. It's all about platforming. You have um, one life, but you do have checkpoints in the levels. And the level starts off fully in black and white. And, and as you're going through the level, you can collect dies, and they int start introducing different colors to the levels. So the first one you'll pick up um, kind of half of the level will spring into purple, then the next one it'll mix in a different color, like some blue or whatever. It kind of builds up the color of the level and becomes more interesting the more you collect the die. There's five of those per level. And you have kind of a hub world and you've got to collect the dies on the levels in order to unlock the next set of levels. The game itself is quite is interesting. On the main menu, there is a timer for any percent and like speed running. So it's built to be kind of played quickly and try and push people into a bit of competition. I suppose it was very tricky though, and there's a normal mode on it, and which you get checkpoints. And there's a crazy hardcore mode where there's no checkpoints for the entire level. You've got to try and collect all the stuff, and it introduces more obstacles, so more spikes, more things that can kill you. Uh, it was, we tried one of those levels for about two minutes before we gave up. <laughs> it was just really tricky. This is definitely going to be a very uh, difficult completion for anybody that picks that up. But if you like punishing yourself, wow. uh, it's, uh, or if you enjoyed Super Meat Boy, um, that's yeah. probably the closest game I could um, relate it to. Okay. It's, it's pretty interesting. Man. We got three achievements for 40 gamer score in the hour. Then on Thursday, we kicked off with Fall Part 2 Unbound. This is the sequel to the critically acclaimed, I suppose, Fall won some awards back in 2014. Was that you on Xbox it? One as well? Uh, that did release on Xbox One, and there's actually quite a good sale on at the minute if you're interested in the Fall 2. You could pick it up for £13.59, but if you want the first one as well, you can pay an extra 44 pence. Wow. And you'll get both of them in a bundle. The full bundle. Yeah. I think I own the full. That font looks familiar. I'm sure I've seen that on my ready-to-install list. So Dave and I were getting confused between this and... The Swapper? Uh, Swapper. The Swapper, yeah. 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 I started that but didn't get anywhere with that the other day. Yeah, so the premise of the fall is that you play an AI and you've broken free of your shackles and you've been hacked by somebody and you've got to try and save yourself. So you're hunting them down. It's very weird. So the game started off and we're following some data packets and basically following some network cable in a network... And then we took over a robot butler in a house. And the occupants of his house had all died. And the butler was still going around and doing his daily routine. So it was very similar. There's an episode of Red Dwarf uh, where they meet Crichton on the Nova 5 and everyone on the ship's dead. And he's still doing his normal stuff like making them dinner, uh, dressing them and stuff like that. And this but 
butlers doing the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, very weird. And it was all kind of about you had to take over his AI, then hop into other things to give him normal control and almost follow a set pattern to try and uh, to try and engineer situations which would allow you to perform certain tasks. Okay. It was all very weird, though. Didn't really understand it. And we did skip the... There was a previously on Fall that you could watch oh. at the start. They'd give you a recap. We started watching that and skipped it immediately. Good. Which probably didn't help. <laughs> That's the correct um, thing to do. But two achievements in 30... Oh, two achievements for 35 games scoring in an hour. Okay. So, Very low scoring week. Yeah, low scoring week. But I think <laughs> um, people were estimating in the chat it's probably an eight to ten hours without wow. a guide and maybe six hours with a guide. Okay. I remember the first one, the only reason I played it, was it was like an hour completion. Yes, hour completion estimate is two to three hours on the first game. I remember not really understanding what was going on, but there was a good guide and just aiming me gun thing and clicking on things yeah, and finishing the game. For it. <laughs> that was about okay. it. Yeah, it's definitely one to look at if you like kind of exploration games and puzzles, very puzzling. And apparently it's got a captivating story as well, five years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, the, uh, the next game we played was Guilt Battle Arena. And this was interesting. It looked like a behemoth game, so the guys that made Alien Hominid graphically... Um, and it was literally a 2D combat game. So you're in a very small arena on the screen and your character has one bullet, which you shoot. That can kill an enemy, but then you've got to go and pick your bullet up off the floor, which was interesting. And it's all uh, it's basically waves of enemies that scroll onto the screen and they come on at different levels. So you've got enemies that come on at the top of the screen, enemies that come on at the bottom of the screen. Uh, you've just got to survive as long as possible. That is the entire game. Okay. Uh, so it's quite not too much to it, but there were variations and modifications you could set on top of that. Uh, so you could have like trampoline mode, um, ghost mode, invisible mode. And you had co-op mode where you were working with a partner. That was one to two players or versus mode, which is two to four players where you're working against each other. You can stun your enemy with your bullet instead, but you've still got the same mechanic of going to, having to go and pick it up. Um, it was interesting though, we've got some more achievements in this than the other games. We've got five for 95 gamers scoring an hour, but the achievements themselves were really difficult. Even playing co-op, on the first level we couldn't freestar it. We got 66% of the way there. That was after some very good attempts. <laughs> and I think you needed 100 enemies killed to um, get that, and you have three lives per... Thing. But the interesting thing about card mode, if um, you're playing with two people, one person loses all three of their lives, ends it for both people. So you're still Ooh. effectively tied to one life, okay. or, or one character's lives, if that makes sense. It's a bit weird. It was just, it didn't feel like, to be brutally honest, it's £12.50 for this game, and it didn't feel like you got that much content there's no kind of story, which obviously couldn't have much of a story in a game like this anyway. Just felt a bit... Lightweight. Know, yeah, lightweight for what you're getting. Okay. It was interesting, though. Quite good fun, but fun for kind of 20 minutes. Okay, not £12.50's worth. No. Next week we are playing Claybook 
Starpoint Gemini Warlords The Station, which I think is a quick completion, uh, and Overdriven Reloaded Special Edition. Now, that sounds like a driving game to me. It sounds, yeah, potentially. I don't think it is, though. Oh, okay. No. Oh, I'm wrong. Um, good. So, uh, join us on Tuesday and Thursday for those streams. Uh, got a chance to win the game. Check out the new games. Very cool. Join in the chat with everybody else. Okay, we had some site news. Final three challenges for the Winter Olympics event are now live. They include bead skating, where you have two hours to score as much game score as possible. You need to start that one manually. Uh, the half pipe, which is for 10 achievements, and it's quite a cool concept. So you have to go from low to a high ratio over and over again. And it's the, the difference between the low and the high that gives you your score. So um, five low, five high, alternating between them, and the total cumulative difference is your score. And then curling, where you have to score a total of 2,018 TA uh, with eight stones or achievements. So you've got eight achievements. You've got to get a total of 2,018 TA. You have to start that one manually, as you do with the half pipe as well. Um, check out the news story. There's all the leaders from the previous events that are all on there to check out and i think those people are having fun with this so check out the hub We've for more some, info some crazy scoring there's one chap in the cross-country scheme that's the achievement linking he's got 293 achievements linked wow which is just insane yeah 293 so pe people are focusing on one challenge and going for it yeah well that was sort of what say. we wanted yeah because yeah, that's that's sort of the way the olympics is you have one thing that you think that appeals to you and you're going to try and do the best you can in that one event yeah that's bull wise a who has 293 achievements across 243 games as well so he's not he's not restricted himself on the game front either yeah which is pretty cool excellent we have some regular news we do so uh the ta playlist vote ended a couple of days ago and it was a crazy close vote the winner was uh fable 2 and it won by a total of six votes wow. from Perfect Dark Zero. And then uh, Halo Wars was only like 38 behind that. So Yeah, seriously. Really, tight really close vote this week. Closest it's been. Mm. Yes, but that's uh, going to start on March. Get into Fable 2 if you want to join in with all that and comment and share your clips. I think I've been dived Fable 2. I think I've got one achievement in it. Let's have a look. Oh, I don't have any achievements in it. Rubbish <laughs> <laughs> bean dive. <laughs> uh, Fable 2 is currently available on Xbox Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can pick it up for free. I completed this game, but it was it was strangely a, a, an RPG that I actually really enjoyed. <gasps> da, da, da. So we need a da, 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 da. <laughs> some DLC left that uh, I, I didn't do, so I think I might... Mm -hmm. Does the DLC get included in Game Pass? <laughs> Or is I it just think the base so. game? I think for DLC gets included at a discount, doesn't it? Yeah, you get like 20% oh, okay. off or something like that. But um, this was completion a estimates game, range between sort of 20 and 40 hours for Fable 2. I think it depends on how you choose to complete it because yeah, all sure. of the achievements are either you do it or you see somebody else do it. So you can hop into somebody's game that's close to getting that. Okay. Yeah, just... I think there's some things that are actually um, discontinued now. There was like a an achievement in it where you had to go to a, a website and unlock a chest and it gave you like a costume in the game which like the website's gone now so you can't do it but I, I think you'd have to read the solution I think if you join somebody's game who has that then you, then it Ooh. will unlock so okay. you can still complete it check that out read the guide before you jump in yeah there's none that are listed as unobtainable or discontinued so 
you must be able to get yeah, them somehow or other. There are ways to get them. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to start that, I think. Well, I have that chicken suit, so if you want to jump in my game, you can do I do remember, though, the co-op was horrible. Like the, It used a really weird camera. You, you didn't actually see somebody else, did you? Was it just an orb flying about? Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was a long time ago. <laughs> well, if I'm playing with Dave, his head's a bit like a big shiny orb anyway, so it's quite accurate. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, matches, Games with Gold got announced early. I don't know why it was so early this month, but it was. And we're going to get Trials of the Blood Dragon, uh, Super Hot, Disney Pixar's Brave the Video Game, and Quantum Conundrum. So that's. Uh, I'm not uh, that's any a good of them. list, actually. Super Hot's supposed to be brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Super Hot's uh, very, very good. Trials of the Blood Dragon, not so good. Oh, really? Oh, I was quite excited yeah, when I no. saw the trailer for that. I thought it looked cool. It's like they've tried to mix normal trials with a kind of normal platformer, and it just doesn't doesn't really work. But know, it's, it's free, so you, it's worth playing, isn't it? Brave looks like an easy completion. Uh, Daisy will be over the moon that that is on there. She loves Brave, so I will play that with her. Okay, uh, next one. Not really a surprise because it was kind of rumoured for a while, but Burnout Paradise Remastered was confirmed and it is coming in March, which is nice. Not long to wait for that. They It's going to be released with all like the 4K 60 frames per second on the Xbox One X. Um, and the price is 40 US dollars, 35 pounds or 40 euros. Which is a good price uh, if you've not played that game. It looks so much better than the original as well. I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. looks stunning. You get all the additional content as well. So you get all the toy cars, the police cars. There was that the big sc- island thing as well, wasn't there? Yeah, Big Surf Island. Big Surf Island, yeah. I remember buying that. Um, I might play this again. It didn't really grab me the first time around. Although so many people I've seen going nuts on Twitter about it, saying it's the best Burnout game. I thought it was the worst Burnout game, personally. But <laughs> I, I just... I just prefer, I thought there was too much to do in the world and there was too much reliance on doing it's stuff with too, other people. Too open world. Yeah, it was. I just enjoyed uh, crashing into well, other cars. Well, you can and play it down. all offline by yourself if you, I will. If you want I've got to. No friends, so, so I have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's releasing March 16th, and obviously you get uh, play it a week early with EA Access on March the 9th. Oh, of course. I didn't even oh. think about that. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, a, g- a game that came out last year called energy cycle i think it came out in like december Amazing last year game. it was a, a, a terrible game to be fair <laughs> it was like a, a puzzle matching game basically a port of a mobile game wasn't it it's yeah. like uh there's a board why well, i say it's a board game but a game called lights out and it's like a grid of lights that you've got to turn off or whatever uh, it's yeah. color matching yeah so you've got three yeah, states for each light and you yeah. have to get them in a certain order uh, i think there's 28 levels it's a quick completion yeah, it came out last December, but it was only in the US and Canada and Brazil and stuff. It's finally come to the UK and Europe, so you can grab that now. It costs £2.39 or €2.99, and it is quite literally with the guide a 15-minute yeah. thousand gamer score. So. Yeah, we actually well, streamed uh, yeah. the, the completion, and we were well done within half an hour. Yeah, it was... Uh, luckily, because we got the ID code, we could kind of... Do it on switching regions. Don't tell anyone that. Have we finished it? (laughs) Now other people can uh, join in with that to get on it. Uh, Bit of an industry announcement. THQ Nordic have acquired Koch Media. (laughs) Interesting (laughs) choice of pronunciation. 
uh, for $121 million or euros. Uh, so THQ Nordic, they obviously revived from the old THQ that went bump and they picked up a load of their IPs and seem to be doing an all right job, I think, of bringing them out. They're kind of remastering a lot of games and there's quite a few games in development, but they've, they purchased Koch and uh, obviously that means that THQ and Volition are reunited who make Saints Row because it used to be a THQ game. Yep. So we'll kind of see what goes on with all that. Koch have been good for us, haven't they? Whenever we've done mm. anything at Gamescom, they're always really uh, welcoming and, and great at getting us into see devs. I think it's a cool, cool move for both parties. It sounds like it could be a good, good tie-up. Yeah, and they, I, th- I think they did say that these, these, they're not going to change anything. You know, Koch will still operate as its own business and they'll still have the employees and things like that. So They'll have a total of 106 IPs between them. That's a lot of IPs. Mm. I guess that's not IP addresses. Such um, <laughs> <laughs> games. A trailer is released this week for a game called Unrush, which I think we're all pretty excited about. It it just looks like absolute madness in the trailer. Like cars yeah. jumping everywhere, bikes, all kinds of stuff going on. It looks it's not a- awesome. It's by the developers of Motorstorm and some of the guys that were involved in Drive Club, both of which were on PlayStation, but are both fantastic games. Uh, really good pedigree from the guys that have made it. Check out the trailer. If you like racing games, you like anything that could be off-roady, that it just looks mad. And apparently that yeah. trailer is cut from real in-game footage. It wasn't actually scripted or CGI'd. It was just real in-game, just a race they were having, which is amazing. It is. Uh, the game comes out in June, but there's going to be a uh, beta starting sometime in May. So keep an eye out on the site. I'll give you news as soon as it actually gets announced and what you have to do to get in. Yeah, the game has uh, all different kinds of car classes. So you've got buggies, you've got Jeeps, you've got motorbikes all on the same track which is wicked and it's a lot of it's not even a track really it's just going through like woods <laughs> and all sorts it looks amazing motorstorm was brilliant so i imagine it will be a bit a bit like that but beefed up graphically yeah and i think there's like, like quite a bit of online stuff and there's like classes in the, in it and also it just looks looks bat mental <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, okay that's it for the news did we have some back compact news this week jack yeah, just uh, just for two games this week. So, uh, oh, three games, sorry. Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light, Vanquish, and Disney Pixar Brave. The video game. Wow, Vanquish. I started playing that. That game's crazy. Um, mm. Lara Croft difficult and the Guardian completion. of Light. Yeah, really difficult. Guardian of Light. I th- is that the isometric one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think that was great. I played that for a bit. Okay, questions. Okay, so we had quite a few, but a lot of them we've kind of answered previously, so... Trimmed it down to some newer ones. So the first one is question of the week is from Will. What do you guys think of Konami offering additional character saves on Metal Gear Survive for a price? Have microtransactions got out of control? So I didn't know about this until I just read the the question. But um, Jack tells me that you get a limited number of save slots in the base game, but you can actually buy more. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so basically, um, you start the game and you've got to create an avatar in the game, and that's tied to your single player and your multiplayer file. And that's all cool. But if you want to start a fresh playthrough, you've got to create a new character, and you either need to delete your original, 
um, which that'll cost you nothing to do, but you've got to start from scratch. But if you want to keep that character and just have a new one, you've got to spend 1,000 SV coins, which is their in-game currency, survive coins. You've got to spend 1,000 of those to get the additional character slot to keep your old one and create a new that one. That is really bad. That doesn't sound like a good good use of microtransactions. And you can't buy 1,000 in a single batch either. You've got to buy 1,150. Oh, no. <laughs> How much does that cost? 10 bucks. $10. That is really awful. Yeah, I would say microtransactions have got out of control. That I can't actually believe that they've done that. Who makes that? Oh, it's Konami. Konami. <laughs> Don't know. The thing is, Konami. why is that not getting a load of uh, abuse? Yeah, like, like it, I think it probably two, will. I don't know where. Have we covered this? I don't think we probably covered the story. Um, no, and I wasn't aware. I mean, the game came, the game came out like, this what, early this yeah, week Tuesday in the yeah. US and today, I think here. And so, is I? That's the first I'd heard about it when I read the question. Me so too. It's not getting. Let's start a Twitter. <laughs> that is awful i can't i can't think of any justification for doing that it's really really bad boo konami yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody else says something about konami but i won't say it. <laughs> okay <laughs> um next question all right ian triplo uh with burnout remastered coming out what one game would you play if remastered and should the achievements be the same or new uh i think we've probably answered something like this a few times before, but it's been a long time. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Burnout theme, and I'd pretty much say any of the other Burnout games, because I thought they were all brilliant, apart from Paradise, <laughs> which I'm going to be proved wrong on, I think, when I go back and play it, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I loved all the Burnout games, so a definite highlight for me. Okay. We could do a remaster of the remaster, couldn't we? It's coming well, out. Wait till the Xbox be... One Z comes out, yeah. and then yeah. do an the 8K one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, is it Burnout uh, Revenge? One... I think that was that was the last one I particularly enjoyed. I'm going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that had the um, the actual proper crash yeah, it mode did, in yeah. it where you got points and stuff awarded. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Something that always jumps to my mind and um, is the original Mirror's Edge. Okay. Nice. Because that was a really good game, and they've obviously built the new Mirror's Edge um, Catalyst and. There's entirely new tech, new engine and stuff behind that. So slotting the old one into that new tech as a proper remaster would be really cool, I think. Yeah, I could get by that. I, I played the first one, but I didn't get on with it very well. And I gave up. I think I gave up after about three missions. But I absolutely love Catalyst. I thought Catalyst was brilliant. Yeah, I think Catalyst makes the controls a little bit more accessible as well. So maybe that would yeah, help I people enjoy right. the first one that couldn't. Mm. Dave? I'd say um, Red Dead, just because I loved it. In terms of the achievements, I'd get rid of the weird like online poker and stuff. Oh, yeah, drop them. But the rest of it, I just have exactly the same. All the flower collecting. Yeah, like I mean, that kind of destroyed the game at the end, in it. But yeah. I, I'd ignored them throughout the entire game. Got to the end, and then had to spend eight oh, hours traipsing no. around the map looking for like, yeah. poppies and stuff. <laughs> exactly the same. But uh, yeah, I'd keep it pretty much the same. Just that weird poke stuff online was. I mean, I can understand it was, you know, fun to jump in and play with people and mess about. But the achievements were just awful for it. So drop them, leave the rest as it is, and keep the glitch where you could hide under the building to get one of the <laughs> one of yeah. the, the achievements easy. <laughs> Final question is from uh, the one true Glenn. This came through the site. My five year old asked me. 
asked me this question, I thought I'd ask you guys. Why do you think they don't make educational games for the Xbox based on Paw Patrol and other licensed characters? Um, okay, so I am aware of Paw Patrol because I have a four-year-old daughter. Uh, five next week, actually, as she keeps reminding me. Seven more sleeps, Daddy. Um, <laughs> well, it's a very good question. I'm guessing because they assume they won't sell. They have tried educational games before. Uh, there's definitely been some over the, over the years, but I'm, I would imagine that they've been um, a bit of a flop at, at launch. Otherwise, they'd be producing them every week. There's so much, so much potential there. They pretty much make everything else Paw Patrol that you can possibly think of. So, yeah, if there was a way to make a game from it that actually made them some money, I'm pretty sure they'd make it. It's hard to make a game that's education and fun and yeah. fun, and then if it's not fun, they're just going to put it down and play. I think, I think some kind of simplicity comes into it as well because with like a TV show or whatever, you can sit there and just watch it and take it in. But with a game, if you've got to be focusing on the controller as well, making it simple for kind of an age range is difficult. Because it will be too simple for some. Well, that's quite right. Yeah. So Daisy's got a leap pad, which is like a little, um, almost like a tablet, but has a very limited set of um, educational game stroke things, cartridges that you can slot into it. And they're very specific on the ages. So it's like these are for four to five. These are from six to seven. Um, so I would imagine that if it's quite hard to do that for a broad range of ages, because as you say, the, the needs uh, requirements for each age group is so different. I think it would be quite tricky. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they, the investment would be too high. Yeah. I mean, it does teach some good skills, but like, especially using a controller and stuff like that. And it's a good life skill, that is. Yeah, good good life. No, definitely a good life skill. No, but it kind of teaches, I suppose, some finesse with your hands and stuff like that, doesn't it? And Very important, yeah. finesse with your hands. Um yeah, that's that's probably the other thing. Actually. The leap pad has a touch screen, so it's very easy for them to draw. It's much harder okay. to do that with a controller. So it's a less of an abstract yeah. thing. It's not like a, I'm moving this stick and something over there on a different screen. Yeah, plus they it. can pop up a keyboard and you can just press on the letters or numbers or whatever. You can't really do that easily with using a controller. That might be another barrier. So you've got um, you did have a connector, and yes. you've had a lot of fun, haven't you? Playing like dance, dance yeah. and stuff on there. That's using almost yourself as a controller, which is easier. Well, in, in my mind, it, it'd be easier in a child's mind for them to map their own movements because it's it's what they're actually doing. It's like I move my arm over here, and this happens on the screen or whatever. This silhouette. There is actually a Disneyland game that came with the Xbox One X. Uh, I can't actually remember what it's called. Disneyland Adventures or something like that. Um, which is set in Disney, and you can use Connect with that, and you can wander around the park. But it's not educational; it's just fun. The ads uh, was it what, was it Sesame Street TV? Yeah, there were ah, loads of those. Yeah, didn't they release yeah. a few of those? I'm not sure. I just remember it was like a Connect game, and you could kind of throw stuff to the characters on the screen and stuff. So I suppose that was had probably educational elements in it, but. Like it, yeah. It looks it's gone. It's delisted. It's <laughs> it's disappeared. So that was two thousand gamer score, wasn't it? Yeah, and I suppose as well, you've got the uh, issue of licensing. Like the licenses expire and stuff like, that, and it costs money to license. Especially probably yeah. Disney properties. Like I used to work for a toy company. The licensing fees were ridiculous, so it's probably just not worth their time. And it's probably yeah, too never, difficult to never going to make that money back, are they? Yeah, and it's probably too difficult to build their own IP. Yeah. Ideally, you'd want like Disney still, you know, publishing games and 
doing their own things, but they've given up on that. I think they? things drop in and out of um, popularity as well, so they could be working on a yeah, game for a couple everyone of years. Hates Paw suddenly that's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's not the kind of hot new character and the it, kids don't want to play the game with that character in. So, so there you go, lots of reasons, but mainly money, I think. I don't think they'd, they'd be <laughs> sellers, so that, that would be the issue. Uh, right, new uh, achievement list, which we've had a bajillion this month, this week. Yeah, so we've got uh, Metal Gear Survive with 51 achievements, uh, 1,000 game score standard. Age of Empires Definitive Edition on PC, uh, 32 achievements, and it's worth noting there's some kind of story, campaign-driven achievements in it. You can unlock them with a console Ooh. command. Yeah, which is quite interesting. Um, Hand of God Smite Tactics, 43 achievements. Tiles with 19 achievements. Claybook, which is currently in game preview. Uh, with we'll that next week. You can win a copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Premium Paul Arena with 23 oh, achievements. Hang on, so Claybook is in game preview, game preview but has a full yeah. set of achievements. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that person that was having a pop at me on Reddit saying that there weren't any games that yeah. had achievements there in game I will, pop them I will return to that thread <laughs> 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 um, Premium Pool Arena I love stuff like that there used to be a game that we could play on PC when I first started work when I was about 24 so we're talking 20 years ago uh, there was like a networked pool game it was a little XE and it would find anyone else on the network that was running the XE and you could play pool uh, using a mouse to control your thing and it looks just like this game <laughs> Um, okay. so it's a top down cartoony style pool table uh, this looks totally completable apart from there's one achievement called sack of balls which is for which is for potting 10,000 okay. balls I think that is a bit of a grind <laughs> uh, but, there, but I, I thought it looked quite good it's £8 I might pick it up review coming next week uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay Following on from that, we've got ACA Neo Geo Magical Drop 3, which is a sequel to 2, obviously, and never didn't even know 2 existed, but twelve standard 12 achievements in that. Uh, Fable Fortunes hit with 17 achievements. I did um, all right on the comments, and I said mm. that. It did, didn't it? <laughs> even though we didn't get the exclusive reveal, it still generated a load of yeah, we got a, discussion. A lot of uh, yeah, lots comments of people talking about that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> There is uh, one achievement in it as well for playing 2,000 oh. games. Yeah. Which seems wow. a bit... Are you sure it's 2,000? That was noted elsewhere as 500 oh. games. For some reason. So not only oh, was it no. exclusive, but it was exclusively wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and followed on, we've got North with 10 achievements, uh, Symmetry with... Si- 17 achievements Fear Effect Sedna with 24 achievements MX versus ATV All Out with 39 achievements RBI Baseball 18 with 19 achievements Darkest Dungeon with 52 One-Eyed Cut Careful how you say that Cut Cut with 10 (laughs) Uh, Switch or Die Trying with 13 achievements and another Windows 10 title Headbutt Factory That sounds amazing That should be a yeah. VR game is that a yeah it's got to be surely that I think it has Windows it Mixed Reality capabilities oh, yep, amazing. It <laughs> I hope I hope that game is just yeah we should stream house. that yeah. <laughs> how much is the Windows Mixed Reality kit uh, £350 it's quite an investment just to watch you yeah. headbagging <laughs> it's it probably, probably worth is, it yeah. uh, I'm going to plant yeah. that seed yeah. <laughs> if we can get over a million YouTube uh, videos it might pay for itself yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, then DLC, we've had quite a lot as well. Had two title updates in Blast Brawl 2, Bloody Boogaloo, <laughs> the Arsenal Ooh. update, and the Gr- Grimoire update, with two achievements each for 10, 110 games. Apparently, the Arsenal update's really disappointing. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, that game doesn't work in Europe, work in Europe and if you play it at home, you'll always lose. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, I've been hearing from various people that this game, uh, the completion estimate size, one to two hours, and apparently it was super, super easy back in the day. Then they oh, patched oh, it and oh, made oh, it more oh. difficult and, and went to the oh, other oh, end no. of the extreme, and it's now just unplayable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, not good. Um, Battlefield 1 got a new DLC, five achievements, uh, Apocalypse. Um, Smite got the Warden of the Underworld update with two achievements of 35 gamer score. Gems of War got a new patch. This title update 7 with three achievements for 100 gamer score. The never ending Pin- game. Yeah, Pinball FX3 has got a new Jurassic World table, three achievements for 15 gamer score. Little Nightmares, the Residence DLC hit with three achievements for 400 gamer score. And the Escapist 2 got the big top breakout with six achievements for 250 games. Nice. That Battlefield 1 one, I assume that's a multiplayer map type thing, is it? It's got a ridiculous TA at the moment. It's 250 games score, but it's over 1,700 TA. Yeah, so with these ones, it's interesting. They release the DLCs usually early for. Of course, the yeah, that had the season pass thing. Battlefield yeah. Premium, yeah. Uh, that might be why it's got such hefty. So I think it will potentially drop down, but. Okay. Love it. Good stuff. Um, release calendar. So there's some stuff out today. Uh, Abo Kashem, Sword Art Online, Fatal Bullet, Past Cure, and Symmetry are all out today. Uh, on Monday, we have Valor Vicious, Attack Llama Apocalypse. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Um, Immortal Redneck, De Blob 2. De Blob was quite a popular title, wasn't it? Yeah, the Blob Two came out ages ago. I think on uh, I think it was a Nintendo oh. only title, and then they finally ported it to the. Well, I say ported it, but made it for the other okay. consoles. Uh, Gravel is also out next week. I played that at Gamescom and it was really good fun. Uh, you are in huge um, sort of off-road four by four things, uh, so it's quite like it's quite heavy handling. Um, lots of muddy fields to drive through. Quite a lot of fun though. Is it, is it open no. world? I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, I don't, I don't think it was when I played it. It was, it was fixed tracks. It's made by... Uh, yeah, it's made by Milestone, who have great pedigree in um, racing games, generally. Yeah, yeah, they do the WRC. Yes, plus they do all the motorbike ones and all the, all the, other, all the other stuff. So, uh, yeah, that, that was good. I, I, I don't know if... I imagine it's probably a full-price retail. I'm not sure if it would be worth £50. Yeah, it's £45. Uh, yeah. Pounds. That's a bit steep from what I played, but um, we'll see how it reviews. Are we reviewing that? Uh, we will be, yeah. And then next Wednesday, we have uh, Rift Star Raiders, Bridge Constructor Portal, which looked quite fun, Darkest Dungeon, Switch or Die Trang, and Deep Rock Galactic. Loads of games coming out at the moment, which is good. Lots to keep people. Um, it's just kind of a fallow. Well, it feels like the fallow period for big AAAs at the minute. Yeah, I'm not so sure when the next. Lots of kind of smaller when the titles next coming big out. Yeah, big one yeah, is coming. Uh, we've got Far Cry 5 in March. Yeah, so Way Out, Burnout Paradise Remastered, Way Out, Pure Farming 2018. Dave's one. Um, Devil May Cry oh. HD Collection, that'll be quite big. But that's, is Pure Farming the Potato Pack? No, that's yeah, Real that's Farm, that. um, yeah. Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered is coming out. Sea of Thieves in March. RBI Baseball 18, they're always quite popular as well. And yeah, Far Cry 5 and MX versus ATV all out. 
uh, all out in March. Um, good, excellent. Thank you. We are giving away some games in the comments, I would guess. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I won't be here next week, unfortunately. I'll be in Bath. Uh, not in the Bath. Bath all morning. So someone else will be here, probably Ollie, to uh, talk about this week's, next week's streams and stuff. And he's been continuing to play Witch 3, so no doubt some more chat about that. Which is all. Yeah, cool. Excellent. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful Witcher weekend, watch. and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Catch you later.